This is the Farm Report with Pam Young. All righty, five minutes after five o'clock on a busy Thursday morning. It's the sixth day of June. It's not just busy here uh, in the radio barn. It's busy for a lot of Wisconsin farmers. We've got more dry weather on the way and warmer temperatures. That's wonderful news, uh, but they've got a lot of work to make up for. Today, sunshine and 77 are expected high, down to 54 tonight. For Friday, sunshine and mild 79. Saturday, we're going to start off with beautiful clear skies, 79, but there's a possibility of rain moving back into Wisconsin Saturday evening into Sunday, through Sunday, and into Monday. We'll talk about it with Stu Muck, our ag meteorologist. He joins us live via Skype in about 15 minutes. How's it going with you? So if you haven't got acres that you can plant, what's going to happen with the market facilitation program? Well, the U.S. Department of Agriculture came out with their announcement yesterday. No payment through MFP on unplanted acres. I've got details on that after 530. Wisconsin strawberry crop is like many crops this year, delayed, but... Seven to ten days from now, we may still see a lot of red berries ready to go. Talking about it after 5.30 with Laura Skelly from Skelly's Farm Markets in Janesville. And Bryce Knorr, commodity specialist, joining us before 6. To the soybean farmer who knows the early rise. Who's there even when times are hardest. Whose fingers bless Wisconsin soil. Who sows in our hearts and grows for our children. To the soybean farmer, we stand with you. Strengthen the voice of Wisconsin farmers. Join the Wisconsin Soybean Program at wisoybean.org. Wisconsin, of course, is still America's dairyland, and dairy producers, especially some registered cattle breeders, are going to be in Wisconsin. They're going to be in Appleton. Bob Bosel here at the northern end of the world's longest barn, and, uh, Black and white and red and white cattle will be represented soon in the state, huh, Pam? Well, at least the black and white emphasis, but you guys have the Guernsey breeders coming to your neck of the woods as well. So, yeah, you're right, Bob. Literally, uh, America's Dairyland is uh, turning into the showplace for a lot of great genetics, and that is exactly what they're putting the emphasis on this year when Wisconsin hosts the National Holstein Convention. It's going to be in the Fox Valley, headquartered primarily in Appleton. I had a chance to visit with Kristen Olson, who is out there trying to make sure people understand all of the elements of the National Holstein Convention. I know that there's a lot of people probably saying, ah, I'm going to stay home, can't afford to go to the National Convention. But I'll tell you what, it's right in your own backyard. There is a certain therapy in the camaraderie of getting together with other dairy producers. Kristen and I chatted a little bit about that element and some of the special genetics they'll feature and a brand new event, first time ever at the National Holstein Convention. Kristen Olson telling us more. Uh, Well, we're really excited to be hosting here in America's Dairyland, even during these tough times that we're facing, not only in the dairy industry, but in agriculture in general. This is more important now than ever that we rally together and really propel ourselves forward so that we come out stronger in the end. So we're just excited to be hosting people from across the country and also globally as well. Now, how big, how many people do we expect would be a successful show? We're planning for more than 800 people to be coming to the convention throughout the week. Again, it kicks off on Monday with some of our pre-convention tours and wraps up on Thursday evening with the gala banquet. 
There's something new this year, though, that is also attracting some uh, national, international attention. Tell me about this inaugural contest Wisconsin gets to usher in. Yeah, we're really looking forward to hosting the inaugural National Genetics Conference on Wednesday and Thursday of the convention. We're going to see people, again, from all over the country and all over the world coming to learn about the latest and greatest trends in dairy cattle genetics and what to look forward to in the future. Uh, We will be accepting walk-in registrations. It's free to anyone to attend that genetics conference, so be sure to check out our website for more on that. And of course, we're putting out the Wisconsin welcome mat when it comes to different activities. A lot of dairies, as you point out, despite the challenging spring weather and the economics, they are putting out the red carpet for farm tours, too. Tell me a little bit about where we're going to visit. Well, Wisconsin, and especially that Northeast Corridor, is probably the most densely populated area of registered Holsteins in the nation. So we'll be having host tours throughout Monday and Tuesday um, from Lamira at Budge on Farms all the way to the Northeast uh, Corridor with the new Wisconsin uh, Farm Discovery Center. We'll be heading over to Milk Source Genetics as well, Rosendale Dairy too. So they'll really see a wide gamut of high class, high caliber Holsteins and big and small. It'll all be offered in those tours. One thing people don't realize is there's a lot of different moving parts for the National Convention. It is about education, it's about camaraderie and tours, but it's also about uh, genetic sales and some of that. Give us a little bit of an idea on why that stage is so important. Well, we're, we'll be seeing it at the National Holstein Sale uh, on Wednesday evening as well. So people will be able to see not only high-caliber genomic cattle, uh, but we'll have a halftime with a meal and after halftime we'll have the high class uh, type animals as well so certainly something for everybody again no matter how many cows you're milking or what your focus is on your dairy with your registered Holsteins there'll be something offered for everyone in that. Let's talk a little bit more about that size thing because you're just like me a lot of times we hear criticism that there are only large farms that remain you know the Holstein genetics are probably one of those good examples of where a family can concentrate a lot of their attention and they don't have to necessarily have a lot of cows. It's all about the quality of the cows and where those genetics end up going that help support that farm. Yes, absolutely. And that'll be showcased in our tours, such as Forest Ridge Holsteins, the Lair family in Eden, Wisconsin, uh, Hill Rose Holsteins in Sherwood with the Brantmeyer family. Uh, a lot of our, our registered breeders, uh, no matter what their size, still focus on that family component, just like we do here in Wisconsin with of our farms being family owned and you'll see that in the tours as well. Yeah and that is again like we said uh, don't uh, put everybody in all one category because a lot of these uh, registered Holstein farms have been able to keep a fairly moderate size and still are very financially viable. When you're talking with other folks from across the country Kristen as we pull this convention together is there concern that we may not get the turnout as we might expect because of the economics? Well that certainly was a concern for us but that 800 number is confirmed. Uh, All of our ticketed events closed on June 1st, so that's very accurate. We're, of course, hoping for a good local crowd. Of course, a lot of that will depend on weather and field work and things going on in just a few weeks, but we're really bracing for a, a great turnout from all over the U.S. Now, for people that have never taken advantage of this kind of a convention or even witnessed it, 
how why would they want to take a look at it uh maybe a young producer that's just getting into dairying why would they want to come and mix and mingle with these uh elite genetics again with this with the inaugural genetics conference the national genetics conference that will be showcasing we'll have industry leaders from around the globe coming to share the latest and greatest information and technology and it's a great way to network with fellow producers and form that sense of camaraderie that's really hard to be matched anywhere else so it's a great opportunity to join in on the fun we have a lot of outstanding programming for our youth members as well those who are 21 and under uh, with competitions we'll have a youth genetics conference focused on the future of our industry so really there's something for everyone for all generations to come and enjoy at the convention how would uh, they find out more details about the agenda if they only can have a day away from the farm or something like that where should they go what should they do yeah, even though our ticket sales are closed, there's still a lot of events to attend that you don't have to purchase tickets for. Uh, so to learn more, you can visit 2019 Holstein Convention WI.com, or you can also search for the National Holstein Convention on Facebook. We've been doing a lot of updates and we'll continue to do so as we move to the June dates. And, of course, it's not just about cows. It's also about fun and different highlights we want people to see in that Fox Valley area. And I like the uh, theme, kind of the leap gives good sign on where we're going. Yeah, Making Legendary Leaps is our theme. We'll have our family night in the shadows of Lambeau featuring a supper club dinner and a lot of uh, Packer legendary experience for all of our guests. And we'll also have Chris Cruzy coming to our national convention sale to sing the national anthem too. So a lot of fun to see and do. Now that national sale, will that also be going on the internet as well? I mean, we want to draw as big a crowd for those genetics as humanly possible and boy we turn to every means of communication usually to take those bids yeah absolutely that'll be online uh, you'll be able to bid online but if you want to be there and in person you can come to the fox cities exhibition center and check it out it'll be the first time that they'll have live <laughs> cattle in that venue so we're excited <laughs> to show it off everybody gonna learn a little something including the expo crew that's for sure kristen olson along with us she is helping to coordinate and get the message out there for the national holstein convention and like we said it is a, a longer event so again give us the dates maybe a day-by-day -day breakdown Kristen sure so the official dates are June 24th through the 27th uh, we'll kick off the week with our pre-convention tours before the convention even officially starts we'll have tours uh, kind of in the the La Myra, Eden uh, south of the Fox Valley area uh, then we'll have our host day tours on Tuesday with a lot of farm tours we also have tours for our juniors. They'll be going to the new zoo to see how the animals are cared for, something a little different and unique for our youth audience. Uh, and then Wednesday and Thursday are really with uh, the big events in Appleton with our National Genetics Conference for the adults as well as the juniors and wrapping up with our awards banquets on Thursday for both the juniors in the afternoon and the adults in the evening. So certainly a tons to see and do. So check out the schedule online for more information. And again, that online address if we want to take a peek. 2019 Holstein Convention WI.com. There you go, Kristen Olson, helping us spread the word on Wisconsin, putting out the welcome mat 
for Holstein breeders from across the United States, North America, and the world. Again, coming up the third week of June up in the Fox Valley. Follow along and join in. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Farm Director Pam Yonke. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. A skincare minute with skincare expert Michelle Neeson. Botox is very safe. We've used it for many years. Botox is a purified protein. It's used to relax wrinkles in your face, such as in the forehead and crow's feet, lines around the eyes. These treatments at Rejuvenation Clinic of Sauk Prairie are virtually pain free and are very simple and quick. They are more affordable than you would think, being a fraction of what a facelift might cost. But the result is very natural, softening of the lines and wrinkles. Most people tell me that their friends don't notice, that they just look rested and they look better. Visit the experienced medical professionals at Rejuvenation Clinic of Sauk Prairie for natural, long-lasting confidence and beauty. Let your natural beauty shine through. View our specials at rejuvenationclinicofsaukprairie.com. We went to Chalmers Jewelers because we wanted to get engaged. We chose to shop at Chalmers because it was a local family-owned jeweler. Uh, We were looking to identify and design a custom engagement ring. They communicated well with us, and they were very friendly and down-to-earth. Scott was actually in the jewelry store each time we were there, each visit to customize the ring, each time we went to check on the status of the ring when we picked up the ring, when we went to pick up the paperwork for our diamond. He was there every time, which was great to see, and he remembered who we were. It was a complete shock. I didn't know the ring was done, and he lunged across the living room to propose on his knee, and no one knew it was coming. She just took the ring and put it on her finger. (laughs) She was surprised and speechless. (laughs) I love it. I love looking down at my hand every day and knowing that we spent the time putting it together and picking out the diamond together and making it exactly how we wanted it. And Madison. Putting the cheese on the crackers. It's Pam Yonke and the Wisconsin Farm Report. 519 now as we get rolling on a Thursday morning and time to find out what's coming our way weather-wise. Stumach Ag Meteorologist joining us live via Skype. I got the whole crew in this morning, um, uh, Stu. We've got uh, Josh and Reba and uh, summer intern Emily. And the one consistency we find in the farm department is we are heat-sensitive. In other words, we're a sweaty bunch. And yesterday was one of those days when we were... Man, it was warm out there. I like it. I'm grateful for it. But holy peapod, quite a difference in just a week. Oh, yeah. Suddenly it's summer and every little thing you do gets you a little more warmed up and it's sticky and, well, get used to it, unfortunately. Do what you can because that's going to be how it works out here right through the end of the week. In fact, now a cool front passed on through the area way off to our south today and the radar gives us the all clear. There could be a little light rain. There is, in fact, a little light rain. We happen far north-central Minnesota, out in the Arrowhead, that area north of Lake Superior. They may get a little rain late today. Don't worry about it. We are going to stay high and dry, and I expect with sunshine, enjoy temperatures a little on the above-normal side. And, in fact, as we head on toward Friday and the weekend, staying on the above-normal side, sunny, 
dry and warm. Exactly what we need to get more progress made out in the fields, more hay being made, and slowly and surely more corn being planted, more beans going in. On the late side, absolutely, but I think we take it as it comes right now, and Mother Nature is going to play kind of fair with us for a couple of days. Unfortunately, I expect a cool front starting to drop in out of the northwest, and if not late Saturday night, more likely into Sunday, a little scattered shower or isolated thunderstorm activity may pop up. Could become just a little damp here, wrapping up the weekend, Sunday, Sunday night into Monday. Temperatures stay a little bit cooler at that time. Nothing drastic. Still around normal, even as we head toward early next week. So the weather warming up. Number one is a great thing, not because it only makes us feel like spring is here. It's warming up that topsoil, helping to dry things out, and promoting some better growth out across farm fields, newly planted crops, hay and the like. Everything benefiting from weather that seems a lot more like summer. I'll have that summer-like forecast in just a moment. No one works harder to help you achieve your goals. We know how challenging and rewarding farming and this way of life can be. You won't find financial experts with more ag knowledge and deeper rural roots. Your friends, family, and neighbors at Compere Financial have your back. As proud partners of the dairy industry, we're here for you and join you in celebrating National Dairy Month in June. Learn more at Compere.com. Trademarks of Compere Financial, an equal credit opportunity lender. If something unexpected happens to your business, wouldn't you want to be protected by a local Wisconsin-based insurance company that also protects thousands of other Wisconsin businesses? There's a local rural mutual insurance agent office near you, and premiums paid here stay here to keep Wisconsin strong. Rural mutual insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. All righty, Stu, how warm are we going to get today? Dell from North Fond du Lac said he picked up about two-tenths of an inch rain in the past, ah, let's say, 24, 36 hours. That's nothing but history now, hey? It is. We're going to warm it up and dry things out, and it will be very, very fine. I'll say mostly sunny, although a few more clouds may linger southern Wisconsin. That's you and Madison, Pam. Upper 70s in the south, more likely around 80 or just into the 80s as you start looking north and especially to the west. East winds today only about 5 miles per hour, staying clear overnight. Mid and upper 50s, almost 60, warm for nighttime lows, and east winds will be at 5, sunny on Friday. And again, in the very upper 70s in the south, more likely 80s elsewhere, warming up east winds at 5 to 10, sunny on Saturday, and another fantastic day, low to mid 80s from south to west, and the east and southeast winds on Saturday, 5 to 15. And then unfortunately, as I've said, Pam, that chance of a shower or thunderstorm Probably holding off till Sunday, but on Sunday, upper 70s and into the 80s, a little rainfall, just wrapping up the weekend. All right. We'll give you a little time before you decide what we're going to deal with next week in that precipitation, okay? It's going to help to watch it develop. There could be a lot of different things happening right now. All right. (laughs) See you tomorrow. See ya. Stumux, our ag meteorologist with the weather details you're looking for. At 524 around the state, lacrosse, you're waking up with clear skies. Currently looking at 64 degrees. Mauston, you've got a few clouds. You're at 61. Fond du Lac at the airport, cloudy as well, and 61. In Oshkosh, mostly cloudy skies, 61. Madison, you are currently partly cloudy and looking at 61 degrees as well. So we're all in the same boat that way. And like I said, appreciate uh, Dell. Let me know about a little precipitation that did occur 
out there this morning. Now, coming up after 5.30, I don't know about you, but I've had the question more than once. What's going on with Wisconsin strawberries? How is our apple crop coming along? What about the asparagus? I don't know about you, but this has extended the rhubarb and asparagus season. That's a wonderful thing. Strawberries, that's another situation. Looks like we're 7 to 10 days delayed in getting started with the picking of 2019. But I'll tell you what, Laura Skelly from Skelly's Farm Market in Janesville, she'll tell you the story and how they're strategizing to make the most of the growing season despite its uh, like delayed start. She's our guest. Coming your way after 5.30, it's 5.25. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Agronomy, feed, propane, agri-finance, fuels, and more. Insight FS is your supplier of choice. Insight FS Propane is proud to serve the communities they live and work in. The driver's top priorities are the safety and comfort of their customers, competitive prices, contracting, delivery, and more. Live local, buy local. From energy to agriculture, on the farm, at your business, or at home, make Insight FS your valued partner. Visit InsightFS.com for a location near you. At the American Lung Association, we're fighting for a day when we can all breathe easier. We're fighting for clear skies over every city and healthy lungs throughout the country. We're fighting to keep harmful secondhand smoke out of our public spaces and workplaces. And fighting to free millions of Americans from the addictive grip of tobacco and the devastating effects of lung disease. We're fighting for a day when kids no longer battle airborne poisons in their own homes or the fear of an asthma attack. The American Lung Association isn't just fighting for air, we're fighting for all the things that make it worth breathing, and we can use your help. Join us in the fight. Visit fightingforair.org and read about just a few of the many ways the American Lung Association is fighting to protect the air we breathe, both indoors and out. See what you can do at fightingforair.org. Kessler's Diamonds was founded on four big ideas. Number one, engagement ring customers should be able to see every style of engagement ring ever designed and every possible diamond option in one place at one time. And that place is Kessler's. Number two, every customer should get the lowest possible price without having to negotiate. Number three, if you bought it at Kessler's, It's guaranteed. It's just that simple. Even if you lose a diamond, including the center stone, we'll replace it. And all maintenance is free forever. Yes, it really is that miraculous. Number four. And this is the big one. At Kessler's, you will always feel like you're among friends. Because you are. Welcome to Kessler's. Visit Kessler'sDiamonds.com to find the location nearest you and to read what customers are saying about Kessler's. We believe you'll be impressed. Hi, I'm Travis Ganser. We hear you. You need new windows. Ganser Company is proud to introduce 80 years and 80 minutes. Simply put, you need real information and pricing so you can make a good decision and spend your precious time with your family and friends, not contractors failing to call you back, taking weeks to get you an estimate, or the high-pressure sales pitch you dread. Our 80 years of hindsight for 80 minutes of your time. We give you the skinny in 80 minutes to make an educated decision. With the huge swing in temperatures from below zero to the upper 90s, Ganser Company has the only window made for Wisconsin climate. Infinity Windows from Marvin offer a lifetime warranty. Bring on the ice, wind, and the heat. Infinity Windows don't warp, crack, or fade like vinyl windows. 
Call today, 608-222-1243. Or stop into our showroom and see the Infinity Window Experience. Remember, 80 years and 80 minutes from a local family business of four generations. It's that simple. Dancer, that's the answer. Hey, Mike Davis, Window World. What's up with this? You want to be liked? I want to be liked. Seems like everyone wants to be liked these days. Well, let's like each other. And here's how. Window World provides quality windows, patio and entry doors, professionally installed at an everyday low price. And yes, warranted for life. Give us a call. We're going to be liking each other. Window World, simply the best for less. You love to cook. Life should be lived like baking a spectacular 14-layer chocolate cake, and you should be the one to choose the icing. This is Pete Gunderson. At Gunderson Funeral and Cremation Care, it costs nothing to prearrange affordable options and plan your life celebration. Gunderson Funeral and Cremation Care, your hometown life celebration center. Learn more at GundersonFH.com. Gunderson Funeral Home. Sit back. Relax and cruise with a new boat and gear. Lounge on the Sun Tracker and Regency boats for deluxe comfort and spirited performance. Or gear up for fishing season with the award winning lineup of 2019 Tracker and Nitro fishing boats by your authorized Tracker dealer. Stop in today. Mad City Power Sports off the interstate. Exit 132 to Forest or online. MadCityPowerSports.com. What, whether from the fans or just the energy after that eleven run inning, what what was the mood like inside Miller Park? Were people just like, "What just did we just see?" <laughs> I think it was great. Like I think fans have an idea of kind of what the Brewers are, and you don't see too many sixteen nothing games. And Chase Anderson said after the game, he doesn't want to call it a fluke. Like you, you got to give. Miami credit. They're one of the worst offenses in the league and they came out and played. They hit three home runs off a of chase and like, like that, that 11 run, uh, Oof. inning when they had 15 guys at the plate in the fifth, you have to give them credit, but that's not going to happen every day. That's not going to happen every 10 days or every month or, you know, it's going to happen once in a long while. And the Brewers, they were very loose in the clubhouse after. Every guy said this is an easy loss to get over. We it was just wasn't our night. Hey so, Cody, let me ask you, uh, man. When yeah. ta- when Taylor Williams went one third of an inning and gave up eight earned runs, his ERA was at two hundred and sixteen. Do the Brewers have someone that runs those numbers over to NASA to help calculate that, or how does that work? <laughs> I don't know if I've ever seen an ERA that high. Like it, it, it takes a lot to get up uh, to you know two hundreds. Like that's. What's, Man, what's is, more of an impressive feat? Uh, I think Lorenzo Arcia had he had did he have two errors in one play, Nelson, or the ERA of over two hundred? Which one's more impressive? Probably the oh, man, probably the ERA over two hundred. Yeah, that's hard to do. That's really hard to do. Like you have to like <laughs> almost try to do that. <laughs> I, I feel like I could do that. Yeah, but I mean, I, at that point though, I, I like what console. And this is one of the things I liked about console. I like about console is uh, you know you you know. Generally, teams are going to win 60 games, lose 60 games, and that's what you do with the other 60. And this game was out of hand. They're not coming back uh, from that big of a deficit. And Council kind of just waved the right white flag and just let Williams kind of, you know, try to work through it. He, he couldn't. So um, you bring Burns in, and then 
you know, Ernan Perez pitches the ninth inning. Ooh. That was fun. Did you see a shimmy? <laughs> he got, yeah, you he, know he uh, he went on YouTube in the sixth inning to figure out different uh, mechanics when he's on the mound. Oh, really? And he used uh, Alex Claudio's uh, glove move, and then. <laughs> I think the leg kick was more kind of Bronson Arroyo. I, I he, he didn't say who it was, but I, I bet you that's a YouTube video he saw. But that was I thought that was hilarious. You know, just they're they're having fun. They're coming off uh, three out of four against Pittsburgh. They know how good they are. They're tied for first still in NL Central. The Cubs won last night, um, so I it just shot this up as a bad game. Uh, visiting with our guy Cody Grant, uh, and then the stage set to tonight, Cody, for Jimmy Nelson's return. Um, what was uh, the the vibe like in the locker room yesterday about the return of Nelson? Well, everybody's excited. Everybody's pumped for him, and especially Jimmy is excited to get back out there. You know, he hasn't pitched since 2017. We all know how he got hurt when he was on the base pass. And it seems like the Brewers. I know you guys were talking about curses earlier, not just opening day curse, but. Brewers pitchers getting hurt either in the batter's box or you know not pitching, and uh, Nelson was one of them. And so it, it's great to see him back. And plus, it's also his birthday today. So, yeah. uh, what a better way to come back on your birthday uh, for not pitching almost two years ago? And I think he turned thirty. Was it? Yeah, thirty. Yep. 30 hey, years Cody, old after the game, he's gonna, he's going to throw a gem on his thirtieth birthday. After the game, can you and the other uh, reporters just sing him a nice little happy birthday from the Joe Nebo Show for us? You don't want to hear me sing, Ebo. Um, <laughs> I did take chorus in eighth grade, but I really just joined that because there was a couple of girls I had crushes on. So it wasn't because of my singing voice. Yeah, uh, Cody. In all seriousness, on, on Nelson, was there? I mean, was there ever a point that either he or the team thought this day would never happen? I mean, w- w- was you know when it first happened, it was like, all right, it's going to be a bit, and then once it kind of lingered, mm-hmm. I mean, was there ever a thought that he wasn't going to ever pitch again? I think they thought he was. I kind of got skeptical. I mean, even last year, like, uh, from the fan perspective, I believe we kind of expected Nelson to be back around the All-Star break, right? And and he never came back. And so this year we saw him have the rehab stints in AAA. Uh, He got some work in spring training. But uh, it kind of seems surreal that this day has finally come because it's been so long. Uh, Final thought on that. What, What do you think are realistic expectations for him going forward? Oh, man, it's tough. Um, now, like, the Brewers need help in the, in the starting staff, no doubt. Zach Davies has been terrific. Uh, Chase Anderson has been good in his previous five starts. Uh, obviously not last night. He gave up three home runs. This is the Farm Report with Pam Young. All righty, 535 now on a Thursday morning. Bryce Noor, commodity specialist, Farm Futures Magazine, farmfutures.com, is going to be joining us live via Skype in about 15 minutes. USDA announced yesterday that they cannot compensate farmers for those unplanted crop acres uh, through the market facilitation program. We'll talk with Bryce about that. Uh, warmer, drier weather for a lot of the Midwest has the traders thinking right now, at least, that those acres are going towards soybeans. But like I said, we'll see what Bryce has to say about that in just a little bit. I'm PM Yankee. Now, from the Landmark Services Cooperative Agri-News Desk, here's what's happening on a Thursday. And maybe more importantly, today, June 6th, you are going to notice that there's a lot of recognition today that on this date, back in 1944, 160,000 Allied soldiers landed in Normandy, France. They called it D-Day. And uh, it is one of those battles that uh, deserves to be recognized because it basically forced Germany to capitulate on May 7th, 1945. So today 
anniversary of D-Day back in 1944, Normandy, France. Also on this date, back in 1946, the National Basketball Association was founded. On this date in 1930, frozen food was sold in retail stores for the very first time. It happened at 18 stores in Springfield, Massachusetts, as kind of a trial to see if consumers would accept it. Clarence Birdseye, the founder of the Birdseye Frozen Food Company, considered to be the father of the modern frozen food industry that started on this date back in 1930. And now you know. Hey, what I want you to know is Wisconsin strawberries are on their way. They're delayed, but it looks like a good crop. That's according to Laura Skelly from Skelly's Farm Market in Janesville. They've got about six acres of strawberries that are ready, pick, and pick your own. And she said, although it's delayed, right now things look pretty good. So actually, we're about normal. So April was running normal, which if you remember back to last April, we averaged about 35 degrees until about April 20th last year. Um, So we were way later last year. Um, however, May has been running way below normal and a lot um, wetter as well. So everything up until May, so the cover crop was taken off around the third week of April, which is normal. Um, and then May, just nothing was growing. We didn't get any sun. It was cool. So we figured, hey, everything's going to be late. We didn't even have to worry about frost protection this year again because everything just blossoms so much later which was good for us because we didn't have any sleepless nights. Um, however, yeah, everything's it was looking about a week to two weeks later. Um, it has done a little bit of catching up here with the warmer weather that we've had recently. Um, however, we have, we're still about a week behind. Um, we don't see anything in particular as far as diseases. Um, nothing that we can say. I mean, we did have a particularly harsh winter. Um, I know I lost a couple bushes at my house, but the strawberry plants look like they survived. Um, and again, it's still too early to tell anything if there is winter damage. Um, but yeah, everything is looking good so far. So, what stage of growth are the plants at now? Then, Laura, did they did they uh, show flowers? Do you have any idea on fruit set or volume yet? Um, we do have berries. Um, they are still small. Um, our early variety that we're hoping to pick off of by next week is um, starting to turn colors. Um, Not a lot. You have to kind of hunt for some red-ish berries. Um, But, yeah, we have plenty of small berries right on the the plants there. Um, The weird thing is that our, like, middle-season varieties are actually around the same stage as our early variety. So what could happen this year is we might have a lot of varieties ripening at the same time. So the volume might increase by two, threefold, we don't really know at this point, but the blossoms for the middle stage um, are definitely normal, I guess, on um, normal schedule, if that makes sense. Sure, so maybe just a little bit more constricted season as far as opportunity? It might be, it might not be. Again, it depends on the weather, too, once we do have ripe berries. Um, again, if we get, you know, 90 or 95 degrees when we're trying to pick, that obviously speeds everything up. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, we could have a whole bunch of berries within the first couple of days, which usually never happens. It's usually about four or five days into our season once we finally hit um, that next variety that we grow. 
Laura Skelly with Skelly's Farm Market down in Janesville. So she's predicting a 7 to 10 day delay before we see our first Wisconsin strawberries. But there's a crop out there. So far, it looks pretty good. The other interesting part that Skelly pointed out is the delay is not all that bad for their strawberry patch. She said that normally they don't get a lot of traffic in the patch until school lets out. And she said that's appropriate because a lot of the labor that helps out at Skelly's Farm Market, high school students. So the delay in the crop development, kind of in sync with our local school calendars as well. Want to find a strawberry patch near you? WIBerries.org. That's the site. WIBerries.org. Coming up on 541. No one works harder to help you achieve your goals. We know how challenging and rewarding farming and this way of life can be. You won't find financial experts with more ag knowledge and deeper rural roots. We grew up here, and many of us are farm kids through and through. So whether you have one acre or a thousand. Whether you're building a house or a legacy. Your friends, family, and neighbors at Compere Financial have your back. And And we're we're ready ready to to champion champion rural together. together. Learn more at Compere.com. Compere Financial. Equal credit opportunity lender. As a company founded by farmers, Rural Mutual Insurance has long understood the unique needs of the Wisconsin ag industry. As Wisconsin's number one farm insurer, they're a proud sponsor of Farm Tech Days. Visit the Rural Mutual Safety Zone tent at Farm Tech Days in Johnson Creek, July 23rd through 25th. Go to RuralMutual.com slash win to enter for your chance to win state fair tickets. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Bryce Knorr, Commodity Specialist with Farm Futures Magazine, joining us here in just a little bit. It's noticeable if you drive along the east shore of Wisconsin, the Great Lakes are at record high water levels, and the Army Corps of Engineers says it could continue. They've got some preliminary data that's out, and it says new record high monthly mean water levels were set on Lake Erie, St. Clair, and Superior last month. Record high water levels also possible on all the Great Lakes and Lake St. Clair this summer. They say the wet conditions across the Great Lakes have fueled the rise. Precipitation in May, 21% higher than average. The new record May levels are between 1 and 3 inches higher than the previous records for the month set in 1986. And Army Corps of Engineers says that the Great Lakes is going to continue to see the threat of coastal flooding and shoreline erosion continue through the summer, especially if there are more storms. So got to kind of keep that in mind if uh, you're farming along the Michigan Lake Shore area or I suppose even parts farther north. Now listen, markets in overnight electronic trade are mixed. Uh, We've got improving weather conditions, thank goodness, but now traders are saying, okay, that means any of the unplanted acres out there probably going to soybeans. Yesterday, the U.S. Department of Agriculture also announced they are not going to compensate farmers for prevented plant acres. They say they really can't. The trade assistance payments under the market facilitation program will not include unplanted crop acres. But USDA was quick to say they are still looking for what they call creative ways to compensate growers even with those unplanted acres. But for right now, it's out. In overnight electronic trade, we're mixed. Right now, the December corn is down three quarters of a cent, 432 and three quarters. November beans, currently five and a half lower, 891 and three quarters. The July new crop wheat 
is trading six cents stronger right now, four ninety six and three quarters. Barrel cheese in Chicago was up a penny and a half at one fifty. Forty pound block cheese was up a half at one seventy two and a half. Double A butter gained three and three quarter cents to two thirty eight and three quarters a pound. The fluid milk contracts are quiet right now. July milk's unchanged at sixteen forty eight. August milk closed at sixteen ninety one, and September milk. 1723 100 weight just to give you benchmarks for the day. All right, he's going to give us our benchmark as far as information is concerned. Joining us live via Skype next, Bryce Knorr, Commodity Specialist, Farm Futures Magazine, farmfutures.com. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Sure, you can do it yourself, but is it really worth it? Do-it-yourself plumbing is often no walk in the park, and you run the risk of leaks leading to water damage or the dangers of electrical problems or even gas leaks. It's also important your plumbing repairs meet current codes and standards. When you hire your friends from Benjamin Plumbing, you know it's fixed right, up to code, and guaranteed. The majority of Benjamin's residential plumbing repairs are more affordable than you think. Save your marriage. Save your sanity. Save your weekend. Before you roll up your sleeves and try it yourself, contact your friends at Benjamin Plumbing. Hi, Dale Benjamin with Benjamin Plumbing. When we say your plumbing problem is fixed, we mean it. No excuses, I guarantee it. Contact Benjamin Plumbing at BenjaminPlumbing.com. Now you've got a friend in the plumbing business. Benjamin Plumbing. Looking for that unique, one-of-a-kind engagement ring, something that you can customize yourself, maybe a gorgeous pendant necklace, diamond earrings. The place to go, Goodman's Jewelers. They're an icon in Madison. They've been around forever and right on State Street in their same location, a couple blocks from the state capitol. They're the place to go to when it comes to buying jewelry. Goodman's Jewelers has everything from the more traditional style jewelry for your engagement rings, pendants, necklaces, earrings, to the more modern styles as well. They can customize and create anything for you. Unique, funky diamonds, one-of-a-kind pieces, stuff you won't find anywhere else, and price range for everyone. When you step into Goodman's Jewelers, you'll feel the warmth and you'll feel welcome. They'll treat you just like family. You want to go somewhere where you can trust when you're buying jewelry for that special someone? Then remember my friends and family at Goodman's Jewelers. Right there, a couple blocks from the state capitol on State Street. Goodman's Jewelers. Spreading farm information and occasionally manure. This is the Farm Report with Pam Young. All righty, it's 547 already on a Thursday morning, and we've got to find out what's going on as far as the markets are concerned. Joining us live via Skype, Bryce Knorr, Commodity Specialist, Farm Futures Magazine, farmfutures.com. So again, Bryce, everybody's still very much focused in on the weather patterns we've got coming up, which look a little bit more favorable trying to get those acres in and still now second-guessing how many acres are going to be prevent plant. What is the market buzzing about this morning? Well, uh, that's the big deal. Everybody's trying to get their arms around that, and nobody has uh, any good information. I've started a survey, just uh, finished that this morning, uh, on our feedback from the field feature, trying to get at just how many acres are might go to prevent plant, how many acres farmers are going to continue to try to plant, how many they're going to switch to soybeans or other crops. Uh, But that's such a large question hanging over the market uh, that uh, it's really stalled us out now. We just have a lack of information. 
Uh, we'll get a little bit more uh, June 11th when USDA puts out its regular production supply and demand estimate. Uh, I expect uh, them to lower uh, both their corn and soybean yields based on slow planting. They've done that in the past for corn. And uh, they won't adjust acreage, however. We won't get any information on that until June 28th when USDA releases results of the survey that they're doing right now. So we're in a holding pattern uh, just because we don't know. What the market does know is that we still have a lot of old crop corn sitting around. And that's going to get us through until harvest, even if we do have a delayed harvest. So that's why the market really hasn't rallied all that much. So then uh, we're kind of waiting on numbers. Speaking of which, today, export numbers. Do we have any sense, any glimmer of hope out there, Bryce? Well, uh, we don't really expect much. We'll be, uh, again, waiting to see if uh, China uh, does anything. Uh, But uh, the corn numbers... Uh, maybe down a little bit from last week, basically 30, 35 million bushels. And that's one way the market's reacting uh, to the uncertainty is that we're starting to ration corn usage. Uh, some buyers are booking cargoes from Brazil, uh, just uh, figuring that fewer bushels are going to be available out of the U.S. So uh, don't expect uh, much news out of this export sales report uh, this morning. And I think it kind of boils down to now uh, the farmers, uh, when they're trying to make these decisions on what to do with those unplanted acres, you basically have to uh, ask ask yourself the question uh, that uh, Clint Eastwood uh, asked in that uh, Dirty Harry movie, do you feel lucky, punk? Uh, because uh, if you're an optimist about either your yields from late planted corn or about prices, what the market is going to do, uh, you can make more money than taking prevent plant by going ahead and planting. But again, you have to have a combination of uh, d- uh, probably better than expected yields and uh, also higher prices. Uh, otherwise, the safe course is to take a prevent plant. Well, that would make my day to quite another phrase from Clint. But, <laughs> you know, I, like you said, we're juggling so many different unknowns out there, Bryce. And now, yesterday, uh, supposedly the announcement that they are not going to compensate farmers on the prevented plant acres out there. You know, although they said they didn't want to make any decisions that would influence farmers, don't you think that was a decision that influences farmers? Well, we've always planted according to uh, what the government program Uh, the type of income we expect from the government program. Farmers have to put that into their calculations. Uh, That's part of their risk management plan, especially with the way the government program now, ARC, is uh, structured to be a risk management tool. Uh, So the the fact that they're not going to tell us exactly what uh, farmers might get from not only preventive plant, uh, but from the second round of the MFP payments, is really being uh, a little bit too cute uh, trying to be too pure for, for an agency that's uh, always had its hand in farmers' decisions. So let's talk a little bit about outside influences. You said the energy complex has started to pop pretty good overnight. What's going on there? Well, we broke sharply yesterday, uh, down a couple bucks on crude oil, much larger than expected increase in uh, crude oil inventories. Uh, it looks like uh, demand is down. A lot of concerns about uh, the impact of all these trade disputes on the global economy. So we've got crude oil trading below $52 a barrel. Midwest cash uh, diesel wholesale prices are down around a buck seventy. 
So if you know you're going to be uh, needing some fuel this fall, this is a good place to start booking it because uh, we're basically uh, closing in on the lows for the year. Uh, so the energy market uh, definitely uh, kind of behind the eight ball right now. And if it uh, it could uh, see a more significant break if uh, the Wall Street money just to get decides to get out of energy. Now, at the same time, OPEC and its allies are, are going to be meeting uh, later in June. Uh, perhaps they may put that off to July. Uh, but uh, if they decide to either extend or deepen their production cuts, uh, that could reverse us. And there are still people who are talking about uh, crude oil at $75 or more at some point this year. So we can't uh, count on uh, prices being down forever the same way we don't. We can't count on uh, prices staying the same in the corn market uh, for any great length of time. So one element that we haven't talked about since we flipped the calendar page, any rumble of re-engaging with China? I thought June was supposed to be our magic month. Are we so busy in Europe? Are we so uh, worried about what's going on with Mexico that China's fell away? Or what are we thinking, Bryce? Well, there seem to be some talks going on, uh, not real uh, what you call serious uh, negotiation, but there definitely seem to be some contacts uh, between the two sides trying to, uh, trying to arrange some meetings. Uh, perhaps at the G20 summit, and uh, there there are a few indications that maybe we're uh, we might get back to the table and make some progress. But uh, one day we see a positive story, uh, the next day we see a negative story on particularly what China is doing uh, in terms of uh, its uh, effort to uh, indicate that it can go its own way and pretty much ignore the U.S. What else for the good of the order before we catch up with you again next week, Bryce? Well, uh, we continue to watch these outside markets. It looks like like the stock market was going to fall apart last week. Uh, broke below the 200-day moving average on the S&P 500 futures, but uh, we've come roaring back largely because uh, the market believes that uh, the Fed it will cut interest rates sooner rather than later after some comments that Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell made in Chicago this week. Uh, so that has Wall Street rallying, which I guess is good news. We'll see if they can hang on to it. All right, my friend, we appreciate the update. And keep an eye out for those export numbers. And as always, catch up with Bryce after the export numbers come out as that uh, energy complex moves. He'll update you. His comments are frequently read right around 7.30 a.m. Central Time when he takes a look at trends on the day. That's farmfutures.com as well as on social media. And Bryce will be back along with us next week. Tomorrow, we are going to take a look at that crazy noise you hear in the attic, in the walls. You're not crazy. It could be critters. We're talking about that tomorrow. This is the farm.